a couple of my friends who are from Seattle, I expect I who 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 always you know speak lovingly of it. I expect them to kind of like rep it hard. I'm like, yeah. So I've got these friends who moved to Seattle and they're kind of depressed that it's just like gray and rainy every day and. Like, oh, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> just like full stop. And I'm like, well, I, well, but you liked it, right? And they're like, well, not in the winter. No, it's horrible. It, it's depressing. So when they moved, I got them, uh, as, as a gesture of a friend, I let them borrow uh, my fav- one of my favorite books. And I said, I'm letting you borrow it because I will come and visit you. And uh, that I will bring it, I will take it back when if I, I visit. If I did it, so the it's OJ almost like, story? <laughs> exactly. Um, so... The book is called Astoria. It's nonfiction. It's about um, John Jacob Astor in New York setting out to create this global empire for the fur trade. He is, and the, the the Pacific Northwest was like uncharted territory at the time. So he is going to create a colony there and basically like a new American colony. And uh, he's uh, one party sets across land, one party sets across sea, and it's just mind-blowing the stuff that happens to them it's it's it really should be a movie i i love the story and i'm like and they, and they lay in the pacific northwest and i'm like oh you know you guys are moving there you'll get a little taste of the history and that kind of stuff so i gave them that book and then now as they're uh complaining about the darkness and the rain and it's then going crazy and i was like oh shit that's what happens in that book they get to the pacific northwest <laughs> and they go crazy because uh because of the darkness and it rains every day and, and it doesn't end up well <laughs> I was like, ooh, that's not, don't read, do not read. Yeah. That reminds me of this first time boat captain. I gave him, a, I gave him the novelization of Jaws. Uh, <laughs> right. No, no, I, had, I had a friend who was a curator for a ski lodge in the winter and uh, let him read The Shining. Like, <laughs> it's a great Stephen King book that you should read. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't finished it yet, but it's about like, it's about the ski lodge. Oh, I love it. So my favorite book, How to Go Mad Having Just Moved to Seattle. <laughs> right, exactly. I I told that to my friend who's from Seattle. He said, oh, that's like when your other friends moved to Utah and you got them the Donner Party book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's about a party. You won't yeah. believe what's on the menu. <laughs> I'm going to have to apologize to uh, little Captain Travis. There was uh, like a typo or some sort of, like I think I misspoke last time. Uh, It was my episode where I think if you listen hard enough, you can hear me say that you guys are movie producers. That's not right. That is not right. You've always been restaurant investors. We all know this. Mm. We've you've been restaurant investors since episode one. Restaurant magnates. Resty besties. The best resty besties. It does make sense because I reek of garlic, and it's like it's not coming from the movie theater. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know I don't know like uh, if it's just like this weird ass microphone I got or something, but somehow it said movie producers wrong. It's wrong. You are restaurant investors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what I, the restaurateur, have compiled for you is six. Count them six. Restaurant pitches. Now, the way we're going to do this is a little different. So uh, follow me here on this one. But uh, each of you will be allowed to invest in two, count them, two Two. restaurants. We're going to go one at a time, though. We're not going to list all the pitches and then you pick them. This is a little more gamey. I'm going to 
say a pitch, and then you have to choose then and there, do I invest in this pitch or not? Uh, we're going to go on till we get through all six. Uh, you only have two investments to spend. And I am also a psychic. I can see the future, and I know how much each of these restaurants is going to make. Mm. So we will then add up our scores afterwards to see which one of you restaurant hoggies is slopping the trough. We know how <laughs> this works, you dickhead. We're restaurant investors. <laughs> we've we've invested in restaurants before. I, I, I know okay. that we've we've done this thousands, <laughs> if not millions of times, if not billions of times. But this is it's for it's for little camp traps. Every okay, restaurant uh, yeah. investor knows you got to know when to hold them and you got to know when to fold them, mm-hmm. and you also got to know when to slop them hoggies. So let's do this. <laughs> So, uh, j- but even even though I've done this billions of times, in theory, you're saying, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, again, I, I heard all of everything you said. Mm-hmm. We each get two, but not yes. two of us can't have the same restaurant. No, you can. You, can, you yeah, okay. you can absolutely so that, pick the same one. In that one. case, we we could buy out our our investments. Yeah, before it's just you like get- it's just like how many shares uh, of a restaurant are you know you're you're each buying one share, and then I have you know this will be the return on your share. And you can right, buy one share. Yeah. What I'm saying is we could have spent all our shares before you yeah, get before to Yeah, before we even five. get to six. Okay. Yes, that's right. entirely That's possible. what I wanted to confirm. Again, I have done this millions of times. And six could be really good and we'd feel foolish. Mm-hmm. Could be really good. Or you could, because uh, if you're picking six, you're, you're picking it blindly, essentially. You know. Yeah. Well. Because you will have, you'll have. Now that I understand the rules, I understand the importance <laughs> yes. of six. Yes. We're going to go one by one. We're not putting them all up front. Going one by one, and this train's leaving the station. Right. You hopping on that train, or are you slopping a trough? I've, I've lost <laughs> Are you metaphor. slopping that train, or are you <laughs> taking the Are you the climbing the ladder of hog pigs? Station? I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm not the restaurant investor. You guys are. That's for you guys to figure out whether you're pigs or troughs or trains, whatever you are. I mean, look, this is all getting pretty technical. Uh, I realize the the audience they probably don't realize, you know, uh, how the restaurant industry works. So some mm-hmm. of this jargon we're throwing around. I'm, I know this is technical, but this like is food. how it works. This is this is how McDonald's was uh, created, mm-hmm. actually. True yep. story. Uh, Dennis McDonald uh, chose. He didn't pass on it. He got on the train <laughs> and rode that train to all the way to. Dennis's three brothers had passed on this option. Uh, mm-hmm. And he was the only one who chose it, and uh, yes. he made it his his particularly his brother Ronald. He turned into a clown. I was say his his brother Arby <laughs> and his sister Wendy and uh, <laughs> his cousin Taco Bell all got pissed and had to. <laughs> <laughs> so, pitch number one. I'm in. Hands on buzzers. Keep keep <laughs> keep it close here. You know, gotta gotta pay close attention. Pitch number one, JD's Mongolian casserole. Pick out your favorite ingredients, chicken, carrots, noodles, peas, you name it. Toss them in a bowl, drizzle it all with soy sauce, and hand it over to our expert chefs who will cook the casserole just like the Mongolian warriors of old used to. They put two rounded shields together to make an oven, then you bake it at 350 degrees for 60 minutes. Uh, And to drink, uh, there will be Coke products. Coke, Diet Coke, Mexican Coke, Coke Zero, Sprite, Fanta, Barks Root Beer. Bought it. I already bought it. I bought it. I bought it. I bought it. So you're buying. You're buying on the... So what do you like about the Mongolian casserole? It's first. First place. It's the you first one. Kids, you dumb losers. Already got first place. First of all, it's first place, and it's the first one, and I'm first. I like all those things. I like casseroles. I like Mongolians. Mm-hmm. Um, 
If you listen to our Christmas episode, Mongolians, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> now that we're out of that, now that we're out of Christmas, it's like, you know, when you're in some place like Old Navy and you think, oh, I want that bright yellow thing. That looks cool. And then you get it outside and you go, no one else is wearing bright primary colors. This looks stupid as shit. Uh, now that we're farther away from Christmas, I don't feel so comfortable saying Noble Savage anymore. I'll be honest. <laughs> it's more of a Christmas tradition to call foreigners savages. Yeah. Well, they'd be bloody savages anyway. You think that would peak at Thanksgiving? Anyway, <laughs> Mongolian, make your own restaurants never go out of style. That's why I mean, yeah, I mean, you get whatever you want. Yeah, you get to pick, not some st- yeah stuffy ass chef, <laughs> not some chef. I think Ben's wise because uh, what you don't want to do is uh, pick out the ingredients yourself, make it, and have it served right back to you and be like, oh, I want to mm-hmm. eat this. You want a solid hour to be like, do carrots go with that? <laughs> yeah, you get some time to stew on it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, casserole, as it were. Well, but think I, how much yeah. beer sales you're selling. Look, you sell them on. That's the- what I was gonna say. I was really intrigued by having the, uh, a captive audience for 60 minutes who are starving. You're, you're gonna yes. feed them snacks and, and beer oh, while hell they yes. wait for their casserole. Yeah, it's a good you idea. Might, you got to prepare by having some extra doggy bags because they're probably taking that casserole home. But they're gonna be drunk as shit because they're just sitting there. Pop, putting away the beer and my extra salty popcorn that I got on the table, which popcorn goes with casseroles. <laughs> um, Here's the thing: there, there's you're going to go through more take-home casserole dishes than you will actual plates to eat it there. People are going to be stuffed <laughs> saving on money, nuts and beer by the time their casserole comes. You're paying for those nuts. You want you want you want free appetizers? Go to the chips and salsa down the street. I'll buy that one. Oh yeah. shit! Wait, this is going to make a bunch of money actually. The casserole, because a casserole is a big family sized dish. I'm sorry, it's people a, like casseroles. I I was intrigued by all those reasons, but uh, Grant did not mention uh, the most lucrative word in the restaurant industry, Pepsi. So <laughs> you lost me at Coke products. Ooh. You lost me at Coke products. So we've got five more. We got Ben's in for sure. Corey, were you in? I was not. You were not in. Okay, Corey's passing. Matt's passing. Oh, yes. I thought that I just by getting in, I had exclusive rights so that uh, no, I no, could no, shove no, them no, out. No, no, no. Dang. Well, I still no. like it very much. You can you can pass. You can pass. The train has not left the station. It's making that steamy sound and the wheels are starting to spin. But... I'm not even getting up to use the bathroom. I'm in my seat. Okay. You're <laughs> right. already sleeping. Got it. it. Third time is a charm when explaining the rules of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So, we got one taker on JD's Mongolian casserole. I love it. <laughs> next, next pitch. Here come the next trains pulling into the station. Doo-doo. Hands on buzzers. Uh, the veggie table, a meatless experience for animal-loving diners. All our dishes contain only fruits and vegetables grown by our state-of-the-art robot farmers, so that they have never even been touched by meat. While waiting for your meal, stop by our lobster tank and cattle enclosure, where instead of choosing which animal you eat, you choose which one to save. Those left unchosen will be processed into luxury dog food on site, sacks of which can be purchased as you leave the restaurant. Drinks, Pepsi products, Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, Mountain Dew, Dr. Pepper. Ooh. Okay, honest to God, at first I was like, I wanted to pass so hard right up until, <laughs> right up until the, the, the animals were processed for dog food. Then I was like, yes, yes. this is Malibu, this is Santa mm-hmm. Monica, this is where I live. 
It's like this won't work. Oh wait, there it is. So any any thoughts any thoughts on the on the veggie table? I I think I'm in because I you know right away we're we're talking what's good for the earth, right? Fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. and what's good for humans, Robot right? Farmers, we're, very good uh, for humans. This is the way th- that our planet is going to have to go in order to survive. So we're this is you know eco friendly. This is mm-hmm. uh, one way, a small way, each of us can combat climate change. And then for the pet lovers, we slaughter animals, uh, <laughs> you know, on premises. We got the pet crowd. We got the echo crowd. Mm-hmm. We're saving the planet. It's the whole pie. And serving Pepsi. And Pepsi products. <laughs> I knew you'd like that. Yeah. That's, that's, really, uh, that's really what sold me. I was like, I could take t- the veggie, the, the dog food, take it or leave it. But you, got, you had me at Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. So... We've got the robot farmers. We've got the vegetables. We've got luxury dog food. Is there anything else that a restaurant needs? I was. I am a little concerned about this robot technology. Uh, that sounds yes. like if if this is unproven, that could that sounds like it could get expensive, and we could probably just it might end up being cheaper to uh, hire um, high schoolers. But could we get them to wear gloves? Uh, I don't. Know, I'm just thinking backup plan in case the robots don't work. What about shrimp cocktail? Uh, Everybody likes that. Oh yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have, they'll have a shrimp cocktail on every table. Ah, it's, it's like a you know popcorn or that kind of thing. Just a bread, free bread. You know, there's shrimp cocktail. I think that'd be good. People like shrimp cocktail. Fuck yeah, I would go there for that. I'd eat my way. I'm just gonna throw this out the... there that instead of like those little like the sushi restaurant that has your the sushi come by in like a little river, there's just like a little cocktail uh, like lava sludge flow. And the shrimp was stuck in it, and you—that's <laughs> what you want. You want the sauce, your dipping sauce, to be left out all day long and traveling around the room, <laughs> yeah. right? Slowly traveling like the molasses mm-hmm. style. Uh-huh. Yes. Well, I like that. That it'll it'll be traveling by on a conveyor belt, and any that you don't grab uh, will be will then be processed into dog food. It goes off the conveyor belt <laughs> uh, into, into the dog food uh, blender. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. I thought that this flowed like a river around the room in some sort of M.C. Escher-esque continual gravitational <laughs> downhill. Yes, it's constantly going uphill somehow. How is this happening? Yeah. There's a pump, but it does flow in a trough like a, like a river. It's just a thick <laughs> sauce of river. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, uh, people can sneeze in it, so... I also I, I love how we're talking about shrimp cocktail. I forgot that this was a veggie restaurant. They'll they'll be fine. Yeah. Well, that's why I said I assume some vegetarians uh, may pass, some won't. Right, right. Uh, and those well, that they pass don't have to have it can can rest. A sh- they can sleep easy knowing that the food they pass on was processed into uh, dog into food. luxury dog food. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think luxury a, dog food. Sorry. Yes. I think we have one taker in Matt. Do we have any other takers? On this train? I'm sorry, no I'm takers. waiting on my casserole. I don't have time to take on this one. Waiting on your casserole? <laughs> okay, Corey. I don't have time, I'm waiting. <laughs> waiting with zen-like patience. No, no, see, here's the thing about being uh, in the restaurant business this long, uh, is you learn that what people want is to wait until stuff is brought to them. I'm angling these last, I'm eyeing these last two. I'm listening, but I'm eyeing the last two, because no one in the restaurant business just wants to tell you what uh, to bring them. It's all about, uh, it's all about surprise. Well, the good thing about the last two is that there's four more. Good. <laughs> I only have to wait two more before I blindly pick the last two. <laughs> yes. So I'm passing on the next two. First time on the rules is a charm. So our third restaurant pitch here, continuing the theme of like, you know, picking out your own kind of stuff. We have Tom's Turkey Shoot. 
We take your coat, hand you a 12-gauge pump-action shotgun, and send you over to our 15,000-square-foot state-of-the-art shooting range, where you'll find a flock of Turkish prisoners, dissidents, and refugees. (laughs) Hunt this most dangerous and delicious game until you bag one that looks extra tender. Then bring them over to our dressing and rendering station and start creating. Slice off some thin cuts for a mile-high dagwood sandwich. Or get a nice, thick, juicy, mouth-watering steak prepared by our world-class chefs. And to drink, to drink, we have Pib products. Mr. Pib, Diet Mr. Pib, Mrs. Pib, Mounted Pib, somehow Dr. Pib, and Pib Zero. <laughs> I gotta say, <laughs> what I love about these is there's this like magnetism of like Tom's turkey shoot. I don't want to invest. By the time I my, the thought of I don't want to invest in that's happening, we're already up to human m- murder. And I was like, <laughs> we're already into cannibalism. It's wow. such a whiplash every time. Into cannibalism in like in two sentences or less is what I promise you. Right. I mean, you get there, and then it's like, and Pib. The most dangerous game in Mrs. Pib. Uh, and it's yeah. got Mrs. Pib. Mrs. Got Pib Mrs. is Pib. delicious. Sorry I'm in mountain, on this one, too. I prefer Mountain Pib. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I Dr. Pib is... I was really close. Uh, my my favorite—I'm I'm on the fence yet for investing. When you said start creating, that's when, I, when it got really fun for me. Um, I'm just trying to, under- to think if, you know... The, the the target demo will will be down for hunting the most dangerous game. Well, I mean, that's for you investors to figure out. That's right. not for I, me. So I've said I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. Yeah. Well, uh, the fence is electrified to keep the Turkish dissidents inside. So I would <laughs> be careful about that. I was about to say, I was near the fence the other day and it had a, had a smell of barbecue no. dissident. Now, maybe you can clarify, what kind of crimes are these uh, Turkish uh, dissidences uh, uh, well, locked up Just for? generally, uh, you know, political uh, crimes against the state, you know, uh, speaking out against the current regime and See, that sort of thing. On, honestly, I would be more for the current regime being served um, as they are <laughs> they are purveyors of war crimes themselves. Probably, dish, probably delicious. Um Armenian genocide, etc. cetera. Uh, but uh, but let, we'll see where I, I'll source them when I source them. But uh, I, I'm in on this one. Yep. Mrs. You had me at Mrs. Pib. <laughs> in on Tom's turkey shoot. Let me ask you really quickly. Um, is there a chance that as a Turkish citizen, I could leave a bad Yelp review and my punishment would be I would then become one of the dissidents hunted in this? Uh, that uh, is one of the top ten ways that we acquire our dissidents. God, that's that's good irony. Uh, no, no, I can't well, take number have, three. We have thirty I'm... locations in Turkey alone. We're expanding. Uh, no, okay. And this uh, restaurant doesn't even exist yet by the logic of this podcast. So that's how fast we're expanding. There are 30 detention centers willing to, uh, anyways. Uh, I was going to say, I assume the CIA has set up several of these sites already but uh, are looking for investors to, to really help launch the, their product. So uh, will Corey still be waiting with Zen-like patients? Or is Zen-like he in on this patience. train? No. Zen-like no. patients? Unflappable. Matt? They call me Corey the Unflappable. Matt, can, you be, can you be flapped? 
I uh, Matt could be flapped though, surely. I, I like I said, I was I was on the electric fence. Uh, yes. I realized it was electric. Got off that fence. Um, mm. And like I said, I believe the CIA is probably an investor, and I have a long running feud with them uh, ever since uh, we lost. Uh, we they outbid me for Hardee's, so <laughs> I'm going to pass. <laughs> Fair. I mean, everybody knows Hardy's is run by the CIA. So I'm not <laughs> yeah, the first person to talk. I'm not. I, you guys I mean, know this, right? In a previous episode, we did uh, establish that Hardy's is run by Jews, but uh, yes, that was I, one of the one of the first episodes, I believe. Uh, uh, the last uh, people uh, expect of a genocide. Yes, that's true. And and the and the Jews run CIA, and mm-hmm. CIA runs mm-hmm. Hardy's, right? A, yes. The I stands for Jews. It's like the Indiana Jones thing where like the, yeah. they switch the letters or something. I don't know. Lee Hardy's Oswald is the full name of the restaurant. <laughs> CIA is controlling it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they had me from way across the Greenway. Anyways. Mm-hmm. In, in the West Coast, it's called uh, Booth's Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a table or a John Wilkes booth? Yeah, sorry. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's in there. So, moving on to our uh, fourth pitch. Hands on buzzers. Uh, the Medieval Times Off-Track Betting Parlor. Have you ever <laughs> wanted to make bets on the performers at Medieval Times, but didn't want all the pageantry, entertainment, and period-approximated dining that comes with actually <laughs> going there? Well, if not you, then surely someone has. Uh, Here you can make all the bets you want on the different nights while drinking black coffee from six-ounce paper cups. <laughs> the desperation is palpable here as you will practically inhale the exhaust of shattered dreams as crippling alimony payments are pissed away because the green knight <laughs> pretended to fall over. And to drink, we have coffee products. Coffee, diet coffee, caffeine-free coffee, mountain coffee, doctor coffee, coffee syrup. <laughs> Full, full name, Grant, was the Medieval Times Off-Track... Medieval Times Off-Track Betting Parlor. Betting Parlor, thank you. Do you have uh, Mrs. Coffee? Uh, there's <laughs> no Mrs. Coffee. That's... Uh, sorry. Okay. Okay. Again, I'm a big fan of Mountain Coffee. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I have... Uh, I've been to uh, a Medieval Times at least twice. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, Entertain as heck, and uh, 100% people were betting on like the jousting events of like how many rings could a guy get. Uh, <laughs> this seems to be a, a normal thing, so I bet that there's an audience for this of where where people with uh, sad pickup trucks want to go when they don't have their kids that weekend, but really <laughs> still want to. But no green night is due. Now here's the thing about the. This is my design of the betting partner. I suppose you could change it if you bought enough shares. That is. Uh, but I, the way I imagine it is that it is a very small uh, single room with a betting window. Uh, <laughs> you have a radio announcer calling the Medieval Times action. It's not even like a camera feed. It's just right. you just hear the radio, you know, and then there's like a coffee machine and you drink the coffee. Mm, I was at least picturing some black and white TVs. Mm. So you're, you're just getting this over the radio? I'm ima- That's what I'm imagining. Okay. Okay. So just just a lot of delays, and then a guy like kind of like nonchalantly being like, "Green Knight, six rings," and then a guy writes it on a chalkboard. Yes, exactly. And then someone goes, "Oh, <laughs> right, <laughs> right." But but they're behind their little plexiglass <laughs> thing, and oh, god damn it! I know there. I I know I promised to invest in the last two, but I, I no, I'm sticking with it. This is this is uh, the one. This may be the one that got away. 
I feel like this is a big winner, but I'm going to pass. Pass. My my, hmm, my intuition says winner, so I'm passing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do love the margins on coffee. It's really you know, it's brown and water at the the. We could re- we could water the he- down, uh, really mm-hmm. hose down this coffee. Um, <laughs> but I I really you didn't even mention mints. Uh, oops, maybe. If cigarettes were still uh, okay indoors, maybe I just I'm just not seeing another stream here, uh, other than you know the coffee. So I'm gonna pass. As soon as you said mint, I was like, ooh, what like a luxury uh, off uh, medieval times off off street betting? Oh like, no no no! Where the king goes <laughs> to bet on medieval times yeah. with mint not even coffee. creamer. It's just black coffee. Now there is again mountain coffee, doctor coffee, etc. Now <laughs> is the restaurant. A- uh, itself, uh, are we making the profit from their betting? Yeah, we. I mean, we make the we we own the and operate the sports book, uh, okay. and we we make we clean up on the coffee. <laughs> so this is interesting. Now I've spent my money. Um, Matt's got to yeah, buy one spent. of these last two, and Corey has Matt's to buy one. both these. Has last two. And Corey has to buy both of them. Yeah. So Corey because we're all and we're Corey, all passing on the off track. Speaking of betting, Corey said in the beginning or very early on, maybe after the second one. He's like, I'm waiting for them last two because every restaurant goer right. waits for the last two. So this is very interesting. Mm-hmm. See how this plays. You don't go to a restaurant and tell them what to bring you. You sit down and you're like, I wonder what's coming. Bring me the last two things you got. I'll wait. <laughs> right. You don't, you don't know. <laughs> I want the last you two things you a, make. You don't go to a restaurant knowing what type of service and food there's going to be. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Exactly. I've been to a restaurant. This is why I'm a smart restaurateur. So... Wait, as, did Matt? Matt only bought one so far, right? Well, Matt has one, so he he has He's to choose which table. one of these last two he wants. Right, yeah. right. Okay, I know how I'm we're okay gonna play that. this. I see how we'll, this is gonna we'll come split out. one, Corey. Um, pitch number five: Captain Goodworth's All American Bar and Grill. With Applebee's, TGI Fridays, and other such chains failing, that must mean that there is now a shortage in supply of generic American cuisine. <laughs> so come on down to Captain Goodworth's All American Bar and Grill where we'll serve you burgers and wings till the cows come home or until the bank forecloses, whichever comes first. We've got half-priced apps, cold beer, and the best sports on the TV. To drink, Coke products. Coke, Diet Coke, Mexican Coke, Coke Zero, Sprite, Fanta, Barks Root Beer. <laughs> Contractually, I'm obligated to listen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this episode brought to you by Barks Root Beer. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, this one's terrible. I'm going to pass. <laughs> well, I'm doubling down on the last one. I'm putting both of mine into the last one based on this. You were not allowed to do that. Pretty sure uh, I am, because you said in, you earlier said I could put two into one. But I, I said, I did not say that. I'm pretty sure you <laughs> did not say that. You definitely did not say that. <laughs> I had said twice now that I did not say that. Yes, Matt said... <laughs> Matt said uh, he was clarifying of, like, can two of you pick the same one? Yep. Two Corys are said, picking the last one. <laughs> <laughs> so Corey's picking Captain Goodworth's. Uh, yeah, as much as I love, uh, you know, who doesn't love burgers and wings and beer, mm-hmm. sports on the tube. Mm-hmm. But something about the track record. There's just something that I, why I don't think this might be, I can't put my finger on it, but why this one might not be successful, I don't know. No, man, wings uh, and I'm beer. going to pass. Sports. My gut tells me it's, 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 it's a safe bet and it's going to make money. Um, but I was really hoping to double down on the last one. <laughs> <laughs> 
just by the way, there is a, there is an alternate story going on in my head that I will be whispering to myself when I go on a walk in the morning with my dog. When we get to this point in the podcast, listeners of the podcast can just imagine that I'm going to pause it and go, and Corey bought two of the last one that was really good. Like, so the, the one Grant was hiding that was the best, then he, mm. he Corey knew. Anyways. Could, could be tricking people and saving the shittiest for last, you know? It's stick true. The, That's why stick I... the dealer here. Anyways, this thing's a gold mine. Idiots will eat food, right? Yeah, that's why it seems like, yes, of course. How could it not fail? Or, I I mean, (laughs) succeed. Yes. (laughs) Good So that was uh, Captain Goodworth's All-American Bar and Grill. Our final pitch, General Betterworth's (laughs) All-World Bar and Grill and Hot Tubs. Do you like Captain Goodworth's All-American Bar and Grill? Well, we do everything they do, only we replaced all our tables and booths with hot tubs. We've got quarter-priced appetizers, frozen beer, and the best sports in the universe on the TV. Want to see weirdo aliens wrestling or something, or swatting around various sized balls in some inscrutable cosmic pantomime of competition? We've got it, along with all of the earth sports you've come to know and love. Except boxing, because you have to pay extra for that package. <laughs> and to drink, we have Better Coke products. Ultra Coke. Diet Ultra Coke. Mexican Ultra Coke. Ultra Coke Zero. Mega Sprite. Impressive Fanta. And Barks Root Beer. <laughs> you can't improve. You can't improve on the Barks. This is why nope. I wanted to invest in the devil. I knew this was coming. <laughs> But really, I've got both sides of the coin at this point. I've got those who are too timid and scared to go for the uh, for Doctor Betterworths, and yep. uh, or just you know, maybe they, maybe they've been at that party, maybe they've been at Studio 60, uh, 54 too long, and now it's time to take a break and go down to uh, uh, what was the other Captain Goodworths, Captain Goodworths, right, and General right. Betterworths. It's two gears of the same. It, it's perfect. Uh, we got everybody. Yeah, really capturing the whole market there, Corey. That's it's it's kind of a brilliant strategy that I lucked into uh, re- reluctantly. Um, uh, I I do like I do like the fact that uh, we we have now the best sports in the universe. Um, uh, <laughs> Captain Goodworth Captain Goodworth has never shown a Miss Universe pageant. Uh, now now it's accessible. Uh, mm-hmm. I love where we're going with this. So Matt, you saved. Your your last one for last. Are you yeah, I'm gonna pass. satisfied with that? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I, I absolutely I would have bought if this was first, Grant. I mean, if mm-hmm. you think about bringing the 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 novelty of getting that frozen beer mm-hmm. while you're sitting in the hot tub, <laughs> sitting in the hot tub, yeah, coldest beer in the universe. First of all, mm-hmm. like you, oh yeah, the, the guy, the uh, Captain Goodworth's uh, sign that says coldest beer in town. Well, we've got frozen beer. It's not colder than that. Mm-hmm. So, Can't get colder. Can you think of anything that makes frozen beer go down better than looking over across the street at some idiot paying half price for apps? Half <laughs> price. <laughs> we got quarter price. Uh-huh. Right. It's 100% more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. They're paying, paying double. So, yeah, wow. I'm very pleased with my investment. Okay. I'm still waiting on my casserole. Ben, are you, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're still waiting on your casserole there. Are you feeling any regret? Uh, No. No, 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 Look, make your own food. Some call that a novelty. I say that'll never Some go have. out of style. Casseroles, there's no one else that's doing those these days. You're not going to McDonald's for a casserole. Um, 
And the other one of shooting live humans. I mean, it might not last for that long, but <laughs> wow, that. <laughs> It's, uh, there's gonna, yeah, even if it gets shut down by those fat cats in Washington, there's going to be a line out the door to start. Well, maybe it will be shut down, and then the world's right. elite will be uh, uh, paying me top dollar uh, for this one. It's fair. Top dollar. I heard you can get Mrs. Pibb. Mm-hmm. Epstein was on that Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Pibb, Pibb, I'll tell you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm absolutely happy. So we know Corey's happy with his choices of the last two. We know he is very satisfied <laughs> with that. so happy to pick the last two. Really wanted to double down. In my head, I doubled down and I own two of the other one. But anyways. Really what you've done is you've hedged your bets. Surely one of these will work. Yeah. What, like <laughs> mathematically one of them will work. I say neither will work. Uh, well. Let's see what happens. We'll see what math has to say. So uh, we've tallied up your scores. Uh, supercomputer's been working hard here. Uh, the Mon- uh, JD's Mongolian casserole earns $4,000 per share. Oh, yeah. The the veggie table, because it's like, it's so uh, modern, it's very, uh, it's, it's what's in right now. It's so hot right now. So hot. 8,000. What? Uh, That's right. Tom's turkey shoot. There's a there's so many legal loopholes and red tape and people to pay off. Uh, it ends up only uh, giving three thousand a share. The off track betting parlor gambling's exploding. It's being legalized everywhere. We're, everyone's gambling. It's going big now. Sixty five hundred. Uh, Captain Goodworth's All American Bar and Grill. Uh, because of the presence of the second one, only earns a dollar seventy-five. But General Betterworth's all-world bar and grill and hot tubs ten thousand per share, what? which brings a final score. Matt, ben he... seven thousand, Corey ten thousand and one dollars and seventy-five cents, <laughs> and Matt eighteen thousand dollars. He's the champion investor. There's a reason why I'm a billionaire, guys. Uh, you got to spend money to make money, but you got to know where to spend that money mm-hmm. to make that money. You can't just spend it on all on everything. Just buy ten billion dollars worth of rubber bands. No. I'll take uh, it. He shouts every morning. Grant, I think you're gonna, you're gonna. I'll be seeing you next at Tom's turkey shoot. <laughs> Not as long Running as I for your uh, life. keep my mouth shut about the Turkish uh, regime. <laughs> I will be. <laughs> Yeah, director Ben's of sources. about losing. I've got I've got one earning unit that's just dragging me down, and one that's keeping me afloat. I'm gonna write that one fucker off. I'm a this is I'm not paying any taxes Ooh. this year. Yeah, smart move. That's pretty brilliant. That's a, enjoy, that's a good your, move. enjoy your sky high tax bracket there, Matt. Anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna be sipping ultra coke, and of course Corey's. Uh, now I will say, Corey's investor instincts led him right to try and buy two of the one that was <laughs> worth the most. But the rules of the game stated quite clearly, according to me, uh, that that was not possible. So it's unfortunate. But you see the kind of maverick investor I am? My maverick investoring spirit's like, <laughs> no, get two of those because that's how good that one is. That is mm-hmm. true. Your, mm-hmm. your, your instincts you, you could sniff uh, it out. steered you correctly, but yep. your ability to follow rules, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> Again, instinct over my ability. It's a story of Corey's <laughs> life. <laughs> Well, little Captain Travis, uh, which of these six 
delicious ideas sounded best to you, we want to hear uh, where you would eat. Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. And to see hot nudes of Mrs. Pibb, you can find us on Instagram. <laughs> we are Free Legal Advice Podcast. And if you uh, want to see what a picture of a Mongolian casserole looks like, uh, or a picture of someone shooting a Turkish, dis- Turkish dissident, <laughs> you, and, and everything in between, you can follow us on Twitter, at Free Legal Pod, like Grant always says. Yes. <laughs> yes, I already said it. I, I said that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> And if you like the show, get me a refill of Mountain Pib on your way to check on your casserole. <laughs> it's, been, it's been 55. I know the thing said it'll buzz, but sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been 55 minutes. Mine hasn't buzzed yet, is it? There's just a, there's a sign. It will be 60 minutes before. Yes. Do not ask about buzzer. <laughs> Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 50. I was playing center of all positions, and uh, which we actually had to snap. Oh, the, for this, I just realized the subject of this podcast. Yeah, this okay, go that, on. That was, a, that was an Ooh. important part. And um, as I experienced this fecal urgency, it was... Uh, Oh, no. Uh, You could have become a legend. That was God giving you the ticket to go like, you can be famous. It won't be on your terms per se. But you could do a thing. That's the result of a monkey's paw wish right there. (laughs) Yes, that is a monkey paw wish. Somewhere on a different podcast, someone's like, and I yelled, hut, hut, hike. (laughs) And his sweatpants did not stop the wave of, oh of awful God. that I yelled my blue hands. 42, but it was not blue. <laughs> the monkey's wow. paw. I did, I, did, <laughs> I did want to be remembered for that football tournament. Oh, you wish for fame, do you? <laughs> yes, yes, take this paw and make a wish. Yes. <laughs> I wish everyone remembered I played football in this game. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. Dear Monkey's Paul, I wish I was the shit. <laughs> <laughs> dear Monkey's Paul, I know what you're thinking. I bet this never happens to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of writing into a Monkey's Paul like Playboy. Dear yeah, Monkey's dear Paul. Play- never dear house for him. Yes. Yeah. Dear Monkey's Paul. Uh, so. This is this is just my quick uh, intro story. So uh, I'll make it brief. Uh, where was it? Boxers. <laughs> Anyways, oh, I like to kill. So that fun. Uh, That's so good. So we're playing football, <laughs> and like the fecal urgency came like in the fourth quarter. It was two halves, but late in uh, the the second half, and I was like, "Oh fuck! Can I make it to the end of this game? Can I make it to the end of this game?" Uh, you know, and I'm snapping the ball, bent over snapping the ball every possession. <laughs> Unbeknownst to the, the poor quarterback, who's just like he doesn't, he has no idea what. Right, potential. right, yeah, like keeps reaching in there. There's a cobra in the snack yeah, bag. He, no he just keeps reaching in. No Mr. Idea. Magoo walking under the piano, about to fall. <laughs> oh yeah.
It's like the citizens of, of Pompeii. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's good old Mount Vesuvius. Yeah. All reliable. All reliable. Old sleepy. I'm yeah. just gonna lie down and have me a beat off now. I tell you what, if I'm gonna be buried under ash, it's not gonna be because of that guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, what's going to stick up that hubris. she finally falls on my house and kills me not because yeah. I'm going to be buried under ashes not because of that guy yeah. tell you that yeah, much yeah, that's a good one. turn internet over